Grand Rising, my loves. I hope that I am meeting up with you on a beautifully blessed and amazing spirit-filled AM. And that we are all stepping off on the right path (laughs) with the right foot this AM. Word. Well, whatever time that you tap into this podcast, I hope that it is one time of stillness, amazing awareness, and beautiful compassion for self. (laughs) Those are the things that I hope for you today as we meet up for this podcast. Now, let me tell you, the other day I sat down and I recorded what I thought was a beautiful podcast. I saved it and I published it and I walked out the door for the day. (laughs) And guys, guess what? When I got home, I got home to realize that, yes, indeed, the podcast had been published, but there was no audio. Nothing saved as if it never happened. <laughs> you know, I was slight, slightly lightweight perturbed, yo, and that's the truth. Um, I was irritated. I really thought I had did an amazing job on that podcast. But As the day went on and I sat with what had actually transpired, I realized that as amazing as I had thought it was, it perhaps was just for me to sit with and not for anybody else, you know? And it's okay for us to admit that some things that God sends to us are just for us. (laughs) So... I just want to let you guys know that I had been with you, but my anchor, (laughs) my anchor, my app for this wasn't with me (laughs) or with us, I will say. So with all that being said, I would love for us to go ahead and dive deep into this read for today. And before we actually get into it, I want us to take a moment and do some breath exercises that will clear out the energy. And it's called uh, alternate nostril breathing. I'm not sure how many of you are familiar with it. If you are, that is beautiful. And if you aren't, we are going to do a little walkthrough on how to do this certain breathing technique so that not only can you use it today to clear out your energies, but you can use it any time that you need a little pick-me-up. Now, this, this, this particular breath exercise equalizes the flow of your breath with regular practice. You will actually begin to notice your energies become more grounded. So this right here calls us to be in a seated position. I know most times I give you an option, but today there is no option. (laughs) So we want to go ahead and come into a nice, comfortable seated position. With your back nice and straight. Now, whether you be sitting on the edge of a chair, sofa, your bed, on the floor, 
Make sure, though, you bring your awareness into your back. You can even take your hands and slip them under the fleshy part of your butt and lift it up and sit directly back on the sit bones. But with your back straight and feeling almost as if it's against a wall, I would like for you to raise your right hand and bend down your index and middle fingers to the palm. Now we're going to use the thumb of our right hand to close our right nostril and use the two end fingers, our ring and pinky finger, when closing our left nostril. Now, please do not swap hands, even if you are left-handed. I want you to receive the most of this energy practice So the alignments in our body calls for us to only use the right hand during this practice. And I would like to give out a word of caution to my friends and family that are listening that might be pregnant. While doing this breathing exercise, do not do this practice with holding your breath. You will just have to continue through a nice meditative, methodical breath. You know, just keep going with your breath instead of holding it. I don't need you getting lightheaded or anything. Now, let's begin. with our right hand close to our face, sitting in the front of our face, our back nice and straight. We're gonna begin by closing our right nostril with the thumb of your right hand and breathe in through the left nostril to a count of four. Gently pinch both nostrils shut and hold your breath for a count of 16. Four times the count of your inhalation. Release your thumb from your right nostril and breathe out through the right for a count of eight, twice the count of the inhalation. Keeping your left nostril closed with your ring and pinky fingers. With your left nostril remaining closed, breathe in through the right to a count of four. Close both nostrils and hold your breath to a count of 16. 
Release your left nostril and breathe out through the left for a count of eight. Keeping the right nostril closed with your thumb. This completes one full round of alternate nostril breathing. Beautiful. Now, if you need to run that through a few more rounds, go ahead. Feel free to rewind this and do that breath cycle as many times as you need to before moving forward with listening. (laughs) Now, I have a beautiful quote that I found the other day and I thought it was so fitting for today especially with what I've lined myself up with to chat about with you guys be such a person and live such a life that if everyone were such as you in every life a life such as yours this earth would be God's paradise Philip Brooks. God's paradise. I actually want you to take a moment right now and close your eyes with me. Take a breath deep down into the belly, into your core, and really feel the belly expand with the air. Allow for that breath to rise into the chest, break into the head space, and release. Let's bring in a visualization of what God's paradise may look like to us. What does God's paradise look to you? Now I want to get you a little deeper into this visualization. What does God's paradise look like for you in this present moment? Here, if your heaven was truly on earth, what what would it look like to you? You know, you can have that visualization. You can have God's paradise right here, right now. It's up to you. The other day, my podcast was about turning over a new leaf. And if you really want change, if you really want change you will do just like September calls the earth the universe to do 
change seasons. The leaves change colors. The grass change colors. Our wardrobe changes. (laughs) And you know, the only thing that remains constant in this world is, in fact, change. You know, and change is natural and flowing. And you know, speaking of change in the world, on the, in the trees and all those good things in the air, change in the world is subtle, but yet relentless seasons roll in they they roll in with no permission needed from you or I and they give gently away to one another and it's such a gentle giveaway that we tend to not even notice that we are actually moving. That change is still taking place. Even when we feel like everything is standing still. And many of us do not even notice that we are still moving. To the physical changes begin to happen. When the leaves start to turn colors. You know, when the leaves start to turn colors, it's actually a great time for us to turn over a personal new leaf. A personal new leaf of restoration so that our lives just might be restored. You know, since before we were even conceived in the ancient times. September, the fall, has always been viewed as the beginning of the new year. You know, it's the harvest moon that happens in this month, in the full moon. It's the time for cultivation, to gather up the things that we have harvested through the summer. Gather those beautiful harvestings and work through them through the fall. We can indulge in some of them now or can some and tuck them away for later. You know, the other day, my friend sent me a meme about September being a portal. I thought, hmm, how many of my Septembers have been a portal for me? Every single one. (laughs) Especially being that my birthday is in September. But take away my birthday being in September, I can go back through every single one of my journals, which is what I've been doing here recently, kind of combing through my journals. 
um, every September is a marking point where I begin to kind of sweep around my own door, per se. I do my own New Year fall cleaning and cleansing. I sit deeper and longer in my meditations. My prayers get more defined. It's a pure light force that kind of vibrates for me as the fall starts to come around. Autumn is a time needed for an emotional and spiritual shot to the arm. That pick-me-up dose of personal reassurance of your power. You know, in January, when we're all setting New Year's resolutions, when we have been going through December, waiting for the new year to come on. Oh, new year, come on. I'm so ready for the blessings of the new, new. (laughs) We are toiling away at getting prepared to release all that has happened in the year before, to reflect on the blessings and the lessons and step proudly with our resolutions into the new year. Not realizing that truly our hearts are spent. (laughs) This is why January comes and goes. With most resolutions that don't last through the full month. Let alone carry us into the second, third, or fourth month. We'll begin exercises and and uh, prayer practices and and all different kinds of things that we know we want to start in the new year. But truthfully and honestly, when September has rolled around, when the fall is kicking up its skirt, when the leaves are changing new colors, when we are harvesting. And feeling the bountiful blessings that the earth has to offer is the true time that we should set our resolutions. That we can go to God and say, cleanse me. Open me up to all of your bountiful harvest. I am ready. My fall for me this year is about me working from the heart. That is my entire resolution 
that I will embody working from the heart every single moment that I can. You know, it took me to realize that work, that my workplace is nothing but a front for a temple, a healing place where people can be lifted above the insanity of a frightened world. You know, and that workspace could have been behind a bar behind a chair. Any workspace that I had behind a cash register, behind a desk and an office table. I made a conscious decision some years ago that I will use every space as my temple. And now I'm coming back around to this month of harvest and I am going to harvest all of the seeds that I have planted this year. And I will work from the heart only for the rest of my year. From this September to the next, You know, while working as a makeup artist and, well, in the day and as a, and and as a bartender hustling drinks at night, I realized that I didn't need to dream about what all I would do when. What is your win moment? What all would you do when this happens or when that happens or if just this would happen, I would do. You know, because I came into the realization that I don't need to dream about when my moment will come. That in every single day, in every second of every minute of every hour, there are a multitude of moments. That I could, that little old me could truly truly utilize my gifts from the divine And begin right there, behind that chair, right there, behind that bar. That I had the opportunity to step in my divine course at any moment that I wanted to. It really was just about me finally recognizing that yes, really, at the salon, and yes, really, 
at the bar was just as much as a healing space as my brick and mortar in my brain, as the church, as the foot of your bed on your knees, that perhaps the bar was nothing but a disguise, that no, this bar doesn't have to visually look like all the bells and whistles, that I have been dreaming about, but it was a space, a space with beings that I can minister to, that I can minister to people with warmth, genuine smiles, enlightened conversations, a heart that knows, a life that's experienced, And just deep, heartfelt conversation that I could provide every single one of those things right where I was at. Marian Williamson writes in her book, A Return to Love, Reflection on the Principles of A Course in Miracles. No matter what form our job or activity takes, the content is the same. The same as everyone else's. We are here to minister to the human hearts. When we talk to anyone, see anyone, or even just think of anyone, we have in that moment the opportunity to bring more love to the universe. From a homeless man to the owner of a movie studio, an elevator operator to the president of the United States or the president of a nation, there is no job unimportant to God. It's easier to imagine that our work could be our worship if we could perceive the sacred in how we spend at least eight hours of the day. Perhaps the secret to coming to this awareness, no matter what our present circumstances are, is to discover the work we would love to do Perhaps that is the secret to coming into this awareness. But truth is, until we do what we need to learn to love the work we presently are doing, you honestly won't ever come to the awareness. Today, I would like for you to begin to transform your workspace and your working style by considering how much you have to be grateful for.
If you have a job, even one you dislike, it's a safety net as you take a leap of faith toward your authenticity. Use it as God's playing field for you to create your paradise here in the now. If you are out of work, the path has already been cleared for you to answer your authentic calling. Invoke spirit as your personal career counselor. The mystical poet Khalil Gibran tells us, when you work, you fulfill a part of eat, a part of Earth's fondest dream assigned to you. When that dream is born, I'm gonna repeat that quote again. When you work, you fulfill a part of Earth's fondest dream assigned to you. When that dream is born. Fulfilling your part of the earth's fondest dream occurs when you work from the heart. When you find God's paradise right now. When you allow yourself to work from the heart every single space including the worst space that you don't want to be in will be your temple so go off and be great today guys namaste Peace, love, and coconut oil hair grease until we meet again, my loves. I love you. Have a beautiful day.